My name is Chris Nizak, and I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. Now that they're underwater, our heroes have met the dolphin wizard Tina. She was once the tutor to their nemesis, the Storm Queen. And she's willing to give them information as long as they can take care of a rather rocky problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, g- give an old man a laugh. Occasionally, puns are, are all the joy we have in this world. Well, we would gladly take on that role for you. If perhaps you could tell us, um, I believe it was the name we were looking for? Well, if, if you would um, try to take out the stone fiends, I, I would be willing to, to help you. I have spent my entire life in this, in this space. It's a space dedicated to, to peace and goodwill, and, and I, I would... My one wish before I, I join the Great Current is to see it thrive once again. My good friend and I, and I at this point turn to Jameson and wait for him to make the noise. Uh, I, I make the noise. When you say stone fiend, are you speaking, I mean, you don't want us to hurt the crab, right? You want us to find and destroy the thing that's changing things into stone, correct? I mean, there's a good chance they may turn back. I mean, I don't know how magic works, but... I don't know. I also have to ask, you referred to it as almost being like a disease. Is it passed from one creature to another through touch? Or do the stone fiends have to touch you? Or how does that happen? It it seems to be for the weaker creatures, like like... Our poor Krabby, which we called him that because he was both a crab and grumpy. We just put those words together and called him Krabby. <sighs> um, it was it was by touch, but um, you do uh, other with creatures, names, don't you? It sounds better in Aquan. I'm sure it does. Yes, but for for stronger creatures. With swift uh, healing, strong healing magic intervention, and and a bit of luck, some they might not turn into stone. There were a couple of strapping young adventurers who who tried, and uh, I I I know that one uh, one was killed outright. The other survived, uh, but got uh, um, got pierced by one of the stone fiends and. St- Started to become stone herself. So where are they? Where are the stone fiends? Let's go kill them. 
well, to 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 be clear, the crab, crabby, shall we say, crabby? Uh, yes, is considered a stone fiend. Is that correct? Yes, I don't know if if he would come back to his real self were the carrier killed. But if Krabby jabs us with his claw, we could be turned to stone? Yes, I, I think there's something about the bloodstream. And, and with us, uh, oh, you know, those of us who can't regulate our body temperatures as well as you can, um, we have some yes, trouble but, with that. But yet we can't swim as well as you. You know, it all balances out. So, but... My point is, you want us to clear all stone fiends from your domicile here, correct? If if you can, that would be amazing. Um, if you can find the, the... The big thing is the carrier. If you can find and destroy the, the carrier, then the, the smaller ones would, um, would, uh, would leave. So the carrier is the one that infected the others and that they... Are under sway of? Yes, and, and I mean, it could be that when when killed, the, those others come back to themselves. I'm going to lean over to uh, Jameson. He's become my uh, resident monster knowledge person. I'm going to be like, Jameson, how big are these, how big are these stone monsters? Like giants or something? Can we kill them? So I think about the times that Florence Weatherby, my former mentor, mm-hmm. Uh, made me sit and read the stupid history of magic. <laughs> and I consult my knowledge about these things through my reading, and I will actually use my inspiration to get advantage on this role. I got 23. Not bad. The process sounds familiar. You haven't, call, you haven't heard these things called stone fiends before. Yeah. I'm thinking of... Uh, the question I'm really thinking about is... What creatures infect other creatures to turn them into stone monsters that uh, change their fundamental uh, ideology or instinctual processes? Gargoyles. So there's gargoyles down here somewhere, probably. But you also know gargoyle is not necessarily a, a, a name based on the shape of the creature, although they, you know, they're called uh, gargoyles. They're, they often uh, possess various... Um, Shapes. Various shapes, right. So they could, but they can stand perfectly still and look like stone statues. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. If, but if I were them, I would have constructed um, fake ones to distract everyone with. So all we have to do is smash so, every statue we see. This is easy. Except oh, there's a, like a, tons of statues in this Yeah, place. but we just start because that way we, we get all the fake ones too. Well, I will tell you the the human and the merfolk statues were there before the stone fiends came. Unless they made those into fakes. <laughs> they were fake to begin with, dear. See exactly. Carby, 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 time out. I'm sure our cousin Jameson can tell us which ones are real and which ones are fake, and which ones you need to attack. Still easier just use a hammer. I mean, I get that. It's true. But we don't want to destroy their entire house here. Oh, we have to that be good. We have would to be, be wonderful. Jameson's internal monologue at that point is just like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, 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 I do have, I think, a few things that can help. Oh, great. The, 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 land... the, name, the name of the storm? Sorry, go ahead. 
Lady of the Storm Queen, right? Sorry, got me. Write that down. The Landwalkers left some some things behind that might be helpful. One of the one of the other uh, fish. It's a pretty good size. So the uh, swordfish comes over. There's a, a chest. I mean, there are lots of chests and, and storage around and whatever, but there's one particular one that's kind of near the door that looks like it would have been uh, human made. And the swordfish uh, sticks it the, the point of its head in to the lock and starts turning its head and jostling it. And you hear a, a click. I, I give a, a nod of approval. Well done. Oh, the thief nod? Yes. That, that, that's a uh, nod. The swordfish in... gives you the the thief bro nod back. <laughs> the whole thing is done in in, under, in like thieves camp. We don't know what it is. It's really weird. <laughs> the, ch- the chest doesn't open. It's just unlocked. Because you're underwater and things would float out if you open it. I walk over and open the chest to see what's inside of it. You see some some things that are just look like mildew. But you do see uh, three potions of healing. Hmm. Na 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 na. Here you go, folks. And I pass out the potions. <laughs> oh, sweet. How do you drink these underwater, though? Because it's like I'm already drinking water. I mean, do I drink this now? I mean, that's just weird. Okay, ah. Corby, this is what you do. You take the potion, you put it in your mouth, you use your teeth to pull the cork out while it's still around your lips, and then you suck it in. Uh, are you injured currently? Perhaps you should save them. Well, I just figure, well, since we're d- going to be underwater this whole time, I better figure this out. No. Don't don't practice. You're that's gonna- the theory. Ah. I'm going to go back into the the rest of the dry area. D- yes, we're going to do that too. But just in case he decided to pull a potion and drink it now, I wanted to make sure it didn't get wasted. <clears throat> Got it. Okay. Oh, well. I can assemble some information about this queen, but it will take some time. All right, we'll be back. And I turn and I walk out of the room. All right, so the door is still open. And mm-hmm. when... All four of us. Yeah, I'll follow. I'll... Okay. Wait, I, I'd peek in the chest. Was there anything else in there? Just um, uh, No, those were the only things of value. And you kind of, you're, you're a very courteous person, so you close the chest before, like, the pieces of gunk float out. Yeah, just closing the chest. That's all I was doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and once you're all four back in there, the doors will seal again and the water will drain. And then the first door will pop open. I beckon everyone into the other room before I speak because they seem to, well, I don't know how how often they can hear us or where they can hear us, but they could definitely hear us in that room. That fish lady is so old. She had like fish for eyes, like fish eyes on top of her eyes. You You can't go by the wrinkles. You know when you take a bath and your fingers get, you know, you can't tell. I mean, she could have been really young. You don't know. All right. But my... Yeah, in dolphin years. <laughs> That's right. You'd have to cut her open and count. Anyways, the point is we have to decide the approach we're going on. Are we killing anything that is a statue and moves, or are we going for the source here? We're looking for the gargoyle source. I mean, I suggest that, but we are then leaving potential enemies behind us as we go. Mm-hmm. If anything moves to attack me, I'm not going to hold back. The first thing we need to do is determine a way to discover how these things are gargoyles or not, because honestly, I don't know how to do that. If I hit it with a hammer and it breaks into small pieces, it's just a statue. Uh, it could also be a gargoyle. Yes, but if he breaks it into pieces, then it won't hurt us. Yeah, but that's so true. So I'm winning both ways. I, I don't disagree. You see that, Kelsey? I, Jameson doesn't disagree. I, I'm glaring at Corby just a bit. So Jameson, you've remembered some other things. The big thing, which was unverified, it was just sort of, this is what some people have said. 
maybe we should check it out if we ever get the chance type of thing in the history of magic was that the the gargoyles who had the power to change other things to stone were basically minions of the god of chaos, Zul, with an X. In the sort of cosmos, uh, she is the twin of the goddess Lux, who is the goddess of order. But Sparkles, when we're talking gargoyles, remember that book we had around the house when we were young and it was ABC and you got the G and it was gargoyles? It didn't look like a fucking crab. It was. <laughs> Shawnee's standing back here watching this sibling interchange. <laughs> it was. It was like this giant, like, statuesque thing, grotesque as hell. It wasn't a crab or a rat. I mean, we should be able to identify what a gargoyle looks like, right? No, they, they don't work that way. They're, they're, well, wait, that was yeah, just, wait, that's just a kid's book? Is that what you're telling me? Here's how they actually work, and that's okay. okay like, well, you didn't why know. Do, why, why do I feel like Corbin all of a sudden? They don't look, they don't have any particular look. They just look like anything. So that statue right there, is it looking at me? I look at the statue, is it looking at me? Oh, shit. Which statue? Don't do that, you know Corby's going to I I knock it over. Oh, God damn it. Which statue did you look at? The the human one, because it's the closest one. For cinematic purposes, there's still the chalk outlines chalk circles uh, yes. around them. And so Corby takes a running jump. And what do you do? Do you headbutt or shoulder or kick the statue? I'm going to kick it over. You kick it over. You kick the human's head clean off and it comes crashing down. You do see a, a, a couple more creatures skitter off it, but they look they look real small. One gargoyle down. Yeah, fuck you, gargoyle. Fuck you. That, that one was a statue. Yep. That's what you say. No, I know. See, I told you, look look to Sparkles first. I could like one punch killed it. Maybe it was a weak one. That's No, no, it was just a statue. They when they die, they actually look a little different on the inside. You ever seen one? Yes. You were so full of crap. We're they turn away. to dust oh, oh. when they die. See. They turn to dust when they die. And the religious thing means that Ashani can help you recognize them as well. Oh, good. So hopefully, since they're minions of the of the chaos god Zul, then Ashanti can help us discover what they are and who they are. I'll give it a shot. So you can figure out because you there were a couple of smaller rooms that you got a pretty good layout of, but the places you didn't really look at were the the main part of the library and then the auditorium. Okay, so start clockwise from where we are and just work our way through all the ac- different areas those other rooms weren't that big one was just for storage and there wasn't really anything in there that looked like a statue is that correct right there there wasn't anything in there that yeah looked like that and, but but the temple area and shrines had statues in mm-hmm. them uh yes it did but uh ashani would be able to tell you that positivity and goodness of those different uh of oh, gods okay. would would keep that sort of shrine safe there's a big dedication to Mayim in there, and mm. both Zul and Lux greatly admire Mayim because Mayim brings both chaos and order. So what areas are left? The library? The library in the, in the auditorium. You want to tell us that, Kevin, as a Shani? Yeah, we have to go into the library still, and then we really didn't spend any time in the auditorium at all other than to look in. And see how large Jameson didn't even cross the threshold. Mm-hmm. What about... What about that temple area with all the shrines and everything, Ashani? No, I don't think any of that could have been uh, gargoyles there. 
I definitely would have noticed something off. I didn't get any of those bad vibes or anything. That seemed to be genuine religious uh, uh, statuary. Well, let us go take a look in the library first then, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking library as well because that's the most likely area to have statuesque type things. And Why would stone monsters hang out with a bunch of books? That doesn't make a lick of sense. If I was a horrible rock monster bent on turning the world into stone, I sure as hell would not be sitting in a library with a bunch of stupid-ass books. There are two entrances to the library, if you remember. There's sort of the the library user's entrance, and then there's the entrance into the sort of the, the scribe area. And then there's, yeah, there's the archway into the auditorium. So pick your poison. Jameson, are you telling me uh, that there's statue monsters in the library? I mean, seriously, Jameson. Look, if, if you were a statue monster, would you hide yourself amongst where all the statue monsters would be, possibly in the auditorium? Or would you go hide amongst the books? Ooh, that's a good point. Because who's going to look around the book? Who's going to look in the books, right? That's exactly the point. Oh. Now let's go in the all library. Right, we're in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm sold. I'm sold. All right, which entrance? Uh, this is the main one. The main one with its uh, beautiful, beautifully uh, carved entranceway. And it is uh, magically lit up from orbs that are, you know, it, it, it almost looks like the middle is a giant chandelier. But instead of candles, of course, it has magical orbs. Because one, you're underwater. And two, they wouldn't still be lit if they were candles. So it is a two-story library. The first story has a lot of the reference materials. And I, I assume Ashani would probably know this because she's hung out in a bunch of libraries. A lot of tables for people to use, some uh, some, some more comfortable chairs. And there's also uh, basically a librarian's desk where you could ask questions and whatnot. And then the, the upstairs is, uh, so there's a giant cutout in the middle so you can you know, you go up the stairs and, and everything upstairs is just lined with books. And there are ladders on casters, you would assume, or magicked. So you could do the, like Belle does, where she climbs up on the ladder and like kicks it and rolls uh, to the other side of the room. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of what you see and what you would assume is uh, is in there. All right, where's the monsters? Okay, um, Ashanti and I are last to enter the room as we hang back a bit and we're... I'm, I'm talking to her and like, how long are we going to let these clowns um, decide what we're going to do? Because, I mean, it's probably safest to let them charge into the room and, and try to engage anything. I don't know. Corby seems to be able to take care of himself. Yeah, definitely. All right. No, it's working fine so far. We'll just go with this. Where are the statues? Who's going to go look at what? And let's get some perception or, or insight or arcana. I am, waiting for, I am waiting for Jameson to point and say, there's one. That's what I'm waiting for. Get it, Ray. Jameson turns and looks at the Shawnee. What do you got? I guess uh, I'm just going to look around the room and what do you want? Perception or religion or what? Do whichever is best. Oh, that's perception then. It's not so best. That's only a 12. So you're getting flickers of different sort of religious or holy or unholy magics. And you can't really tell if they are coming from, from maybe books about those subjects or books maybe written by by people very close to those deities. You can't tell the difference between those and, and potentially stone things that are not moving. If something started moving, you could uh, you could point to that. I'm simply looking for anything that's moving. And since I rolled a six, I am apparently not doing it very well at all. So I turn to the group and I'm like, nothing's jumping out at me. I'm getting some background not so great vibes but i don't know if it's statuary or if it's 
some of these books are perhaps vile tomes. I, I don't know. I point at a statue and say, Corby, that one. And then I ready a spell to throw at anything that moves at Corby. I'm on it. There is a statue of a lion. Not a not a full-sized lion. Like, um, it's probably the size of a big old house cat. So, Corby, are you just going to go at it? Dang right. This Jameson has never steered me wrong this week. <laughs> Today. Uh, how's your pants? My pants are good. These pants make my butt look awesome. Fabulous. And then they disappear. <gasps> oh. It's been about an hour, huh? Ah, <clears throat> oh, crap. Well, <clears throat> mid-swing. Mid-swing. That's lovely. Mid-swing. You're, you're coming up on this thing. Are you kicking it again, or are sword. you going to... Sword. Sword. Sword Absolutely. it. So it does, in fact, crumble. Not 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 into dust. It, it, it breaks, and you not only go through the, the lion, you also go through the large marble uh, column underneath. And Ashani, you get a flicker of movement over in the, the far corner, near the far corner. Okay, I, I am screaming, come out, you foul stone fiends! I'll crush all of you! That corner, right there. Ha! Leap. Hey, Corby, could you put your flotation devices back on? Oh, Just wait. For us. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, there's evil afoot. And if we know one thing, it's that evil is more easily defeated when you're not wearing pants. Pants are for chumps. All right, are you just going to go running into that corner? I I think Corby's swinging, yes. Yes. That corner has a lot of bookcases that go up to or or close to the ceiling. So there's uh, quite a few rows you can uh, go into. So Corby, do you go like all the way down and into the, the last one or do you... Go by the closest one. Statue-wise? I'm looking for a statue big that looks threatening. What's the, where's the most threatening-looking one? There is one near the back wall that is a... Yeah, that is an eagle. It, it looks like a, an eagle ready to to come down with its claws and, and pounce. And it's hiding in the back, which is exactly where monsters would be. In the back, the farthest from the front. There we go. Off right. I am. And, and you don't see there's no column underneath it. Yep. Going down. Want me to roll? I would love for you to roll. Ooh, good roll. I got yeah. it. Nat 20. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. You jump up a little because it's a bit high, and you slash through it, and you hear, Kah! and the entire statue crumbles into dust. Got one. Yep. Well done, Corby. Did, did anything else move? At this point, no. I think mm. you should fight without pants more often to have more <laughs> range of motion. You see at least six other statues in that area. Are any of them moving or looking at me? Nope. Kelsey, there's a half dozen other statues back here. Can can you bring my pants? I I, I am so not in charge of your pants. Well, I left them back there. I Can you bring my pants? Come on. <sighs> I, I was just going to go up next to Corby and take a look at the remaining statues in that area and see if I pick anything up, and I'll give that another shot here. Actually, I'm doing the same. Damn your pants. I'm doing the same. I'm looking for anything that does not have a pedestal. Yep. So I got a 23. There are about about six that you see. Two of them look like they are some sort of fierce dogs. You see that a couple are honey badgers. Oh, God. Oh, man. Fairly large honey badgers. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, one is a very large rat, not, uh, larger than the one that you saw, so like a dire rat. One's a large gorilla that is as tall as Corby. You know at least four of these are gargoyles. Most of these are gargoyles, guys. I don't know. Just hack everything. Firebolt. <laughs> 
just roll some initiative. Jameson, pants me. Cost me an action. I'm not pants on you. Oh. I was hoping to get a little magic pants action. Can't believe I just asked Cor- I can't believe I asked Jameson for magic pants action. I just did that. So uh, guess who guess who gets to go first? The gorilla. Yep. Yeah, I wonder who the gorilla's gonna go after. The one who's close by, who just destroyed one of its um compadres. Uh, siblings, compadres, something, yes. That'd be me. The gorilla gargoyle is uh going to come at you swinging, Corby. <laughs> Whatever. Nine to hit? No. Even pantsless have a better armor class than that. Twenty He's sitting to hit. on a chair pulling oh, his it. pants on. Twenty got me. Twenty got you. So while you are pulling your pants on. Caught me with my pants down, you did. The gorilla's going to take a take a swing at you and is going to do three damage. <laughs> so you're probably like twisting to get your pants on, and so it doesn't quite get you uh get you good, but yeah, it thumps you a bit. And you're like Ow! Get your paws off me, you damn dirty stone ape. Kelsey. I'm going to do a sneak attack with my sword against the one that's engaged with uh, Corby the gorilla. Not Corby the gorilla. I'm going to sneak attack <laughs> hey. the gorilla that's engaged with Corby. I roll the 17. Uh, so that will hit the gorilla. And a total of 14 damage. Rogue's been nasty. And then I use my bonus action to back away. You're able to knock a big old chunk of the rock off of its back. It doesn't like that very much. Ashani. I am going to cast Sacred Flame. On the gorilla? Yeah. It only got a 10 and it has no pluses to dex. Uh, Only two points of damage. And then I'm going to move, take a half step just to be closer to Corby case i need to tap him for healing or something and doesn't corby got that defend thing anyway i do indeed i can give disadvantage basically to someone who's trying to whack you the honey badger uh one of them is going to uh, rush over to kelsey and attempt to bite her on the ankles or on the ankle i should say i can protect she's close enough to me i can interfere 14 that's a miss. Corby, you're still trying to pull on your pants. Mm-hmm. And you see the honey badger coming, and you kind of give it... You don't kick it, but you you give it enough of a start that it doesn't quite get to Kelsey. Perfect. All right. And the other one's going to rush up to Ashani. 23. All right. That's definitely a hit. Five damage. That's cool. Anyways, now I get to do a special effect. <gasps> special effect? Yep. Wrath of the Storm. <gasps> Ashani, what does that do? When I get my reaction, they have to make a dex throw. Otherwise, basically, it's like my am going, oh, don't touch my people. I'm throwing down 2d8 lightning or thunder damage. Now, you can use your reaction right now. It's I not can? Your turn. Okay. Well, yeah. what's the trigger? A being hit. Yep, there you go. Oh, use yeah. Right. Then you should, you should use feet. that now. So I have to make a dex save? Yep, dex save. DC 14. Oh, uh, dang it. It got a 13. Oh dang, badger. It draws blood and you rain lightning on it? Yeah, so if it made it save, then it takes two points of damage. If it failed its save, it takes five points of lightning damage. The honey badger doesn't like that very much. One of the dogs is going to come up, try to double team Corby with the gorilla, and rolls a natural one. Yeah! The dog kind of comes over, but maybe overshoots you. As dogs sometimes do on wooden floors. I probably it, it was probably like probably like jumping. It was probably like jumping at me while I stood up, 
to one side to get my other leg in the, in the last part right. of my pants. So it's a total accident. <laughs> it's a total. Oh, oh. How about how about this instead? That the dog actually maybe Corby's leg is going up to put through the pant leg and it hits the dog a bit and the dog gets in the way of the gorilla so it'll have disadvantage on its next attack. <laughs> because I rolled a natural one, I will allow that. Sweet. You've opened up a whole thing there with the critical fumble now. Now we are susceptible to them too. God. <laughs> <laughs> and, when have, yeah. and, and when has Kevin That's or Brett's fine. dice ever failed us before? Barkles. He, he hung out by the doorway. <laughs> he was like, Corby, go in and get that thing. So I'm like standing out by the doorway. I'm like, huh, I suppose I should shoot something. Now the gorilla's big. I blast the gorilla with a firebolt. A sparkling firebolt. I do not blast the gorilla with a sparkling oh, firebolt. Shit. Because I rolled a one. The gorilla, you don't know if it maybe senses the firebolt or if it just got lucky, like Corby did trying to put on his pants. But uh, right as as it's almost about to hit, it kind of moves its head and your firebolt strikes uh, one of the stacks of books and starts it on fire. Jameson, the irony of burning to death under the ocean because you missed with that firebolt. You gotta admit, it's kind of funny. Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS. What are those things called? Fish? Large ones? For, yeah, look like, like a grouper, just a large fish, like a grouper. Um, groupers, tuna. groupers, tuna, um, big tuna are huge. Swordfish, swordfish, marlin, marlins. Sure, swordfish. That sounds like a fun thing.